What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday, and welcome to the podcast with the best advice. This is In Their 20s with your host, Landon Campbell. For episode 103, we have a very exciting episode on the schedule this week. We're speaking with Yal Dannon. He's a CNBC contributor, career coach, and also the author of The Principle of 18. It's a book that helps young people get the most out of every stage of their life. Before we dive in and welcome you all to the stage, as you know, this is our new segment on In Their 20s. These are the top three things that I believe 20-somethings should know about. And I want to preface, it's been a pretty tough week, so unfortunately, we don't have the best news to share. But these are important things that I want everybody to stay in the know with. We will start with the first item on our list. For context, this right now is being recorded on Friday, June 24th. Just this morning, we found out some news that has shocked the nation. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, holding that there is no longer a federal constitutional right to an abortion and that abortion rights will be determined by states. And already nearly half of the states have or will pass laws that ban abortion while others have enacted strict measures regulating the procedure. I'm paying very close attention to this. I recommend that everybody stays informed and I want to share a resource for everybody where you can learn more. The United State of Women Reproductive Justice Hub at www.usow.org. There you can access care, volunteer, and donate to abortion funds. And one last thing, whenever there's very significant news like this that shocks the world, I think it only proves the importance of smaller local elections. So make sure to stay involved and really understand what's going on in your city. Okay, now for the second point on our need to know things for 20-somethings. We've seen a lot of economic uncertainty, not just globally, but also in the U.S. I want to share two companies that have made massive layoffs this week. Um, In the tech hub, Masterclass cut 20% of their 600-person staff, and also Netflix um, had a second round of layoffs, this time laying off over 300 employees as an effort to cut costs in the wake of recent subscriber losses. So just two things to look out for. And the third point on our list here, this is a big blow to Chicago, where I'm recording my podcast and where I currently live. Ken Griffin is moving Citadel from Chicago to Miami. Uh, Big move for Miami, of course. Congratulations to the mayor of Miami, our previous guest. Um, I think, yeah, this is a big blow to Chicago. Um, These are over 1,000 jobs at Citadel leaving the city. So those are the three things that I'm paying attention to and three things that I believe all 20-somethings should know about. All right, everybody, without further ado, we're going to jump in for episode 103 with Yal Dannon to hear his best advice for people in their 20s. For those that don't know, and obviously I think a lot of people probably don't know this, I found your work in a CNBC article and was really just mesmerized by the information that you were sharing. Um, of course, also I'm a huge fan. Um, if people can't see, I'm holding up y'all's book right here, The Principle of 18. And we were just briefly talking about this off air where the idea of pressure, you know, that a lot of young people have to deal with. Um, because I think for the certain roles that you have in your career, pressure can be important. Like I work at a company right now. I love it, um, but I love the pressure. You know, it pushes me to go further. Uh, so sometimes you do need pressure in your career. But what I don't agree with is in the overall defining decade of the 20s or, you know, throughout your life being told that you have to do this certain thing or you have to do this or you have to go to college or you have to be surrounding by these people or you have to not make mistakes in your 20s. That's the pressure that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, and just looking at, you know, what we've been taught historically, um, you know, we've been taught that you need to choose what you want to do in your 20s. Uh, you need to focus on 
you know, bringing in capital, making money in your 30s, and then work into your late 60s. I just feel like this structure like is really off-putting. And y'all, I'm really excited to dive in because you break it down into five stages of life. So um, something that everybody listening should check this out in this book, The Principles of 18. You break it down into these five different stages, which we're really going to dive into each of these five uh, just to give our listeners a better idea of what they can be doing right now. I shouldn't even say should, what they can be doing, because it's great to just have different options. Um, so y'all, before we dive into the stages, I think the best place to start is to talk briefly about your 20s. What was probably like the best advice uh, that you learned when you were personally in your 20s? I think the best advice, <laughs> I got it from my uncle, right? I was right in the, in the middle of my career, uh, late 20s. Wasn't really making it, but working really, really hard. And then I thought about life, right? What does it all mean? And how do I make the best out of it when I'm in my 20s? And I talked to my uncle and he told me, you know what? You're only going to be in your 20s once. And, you know, you are hardworking kind of a guy. Eventually, you're going to make it, right? Time will come where your hard work, your effort, your dedication talent, whatever, it's going to pay off. He said, right now, make sure you do the things that you really want to do. And uh, based on his advice, I actually, I quit my job and traveled with my girlfriend for a few years around the world, just backpacking. Um, so it's not the, uh, you know, just hustle, hustle, hustle day and night. You know, I did it for three years. And when I came back after three years, pretty much penniless. I wrote a book called Before the Kids and Mortgage, you know, describing some of the experiences we had along the way. Um, but I think I realized, you know, when I was in my late 20s, that there is enough time for me and for everyone else to achieve what you want to achieve if you just give yourself um, the latitude, if you give yourself the runway to succeed and don't think that you have to do things by a certain time. I absolutely loved what you said, London. You know, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach as well as a businessman. And uh, one of my clients in his late 20s, I remember it clearly, he came to me and he told me, I'm a failure. And this guy was doing great, <laughs> I thought. And I told him, why do you feel like you're a failure? And he says, I didn't make one, I didn't save $1 million by the time I, I, I'm 30 years old. And I told him, who told you that you need to save $1 million? That's a lot of money, right? To save, not to make. Um, and he said, well, everyone is talking about it. And he showed me all these books and this and that. And I said, listen, forget it. Why do you need a million dollars You know, but before 30? I mean, it's great if you can do it, but why do you need it? You have an entire lifetime ahead of you to get to where you want to be. Yeah. So if you... If you structure your life accordingly and you kind of like exhaust every stage, right? Fulfill the promise of each stage. I think that's how you build a fulfilling and, and satisfying life. I love that. Yes, because who's to say he was able to save a million at 31 or 32, but no, instead he had this thing in his mind where he has to do it at a certain age. And, you know, I think the reason why is for many reasons. Yes, you mentioned that he probably read it in a book, but you know maybe his peers or people that he knows have done it by 30. Um, and that just puts added pressure on people. 
And um, that's, you know, a very negative thing that comes with phones. You know, we see so clearly, and a lot of times it's made up, it's not even real, um, but we see what other people are doing. Um, and, you know, we start to kind of have our own crisis internally because we say, wow, like, you know, look at what this person's doing. And, um, you know, like, I feel like I'm way behind and, you know, I'm jealous of what that person's doing. And I even get upset when people approach me and say that, like, well, I mean, I, I love the support and I love the, you know, people see, like, start to see, you know, where my hard work is taking me, but I, I'll tell anybody, I still don't have everything figured out. And, um, you know, I, I didn't really like have these specific, like, benchmarks like I need to have a podcast by this age and I need to like you know be doing this by this age no like I'm I'm really focused on building the foundation right now and um, I've been consistent with the work I put out so a lot of that is the reason why I've seen I guess um you know quote unquote some of this early success but um I just think you cannot compare yourselves to people comparison is the thief of joy I mean that's the famous quote there um, so y'all, you know, again, big fan. I have your book right here. The principle of 18, you break it into five stages of life. I want to take each of these, um, and kind of learn more about what people can be doing during each of these five moments. So we'll start with number one. Uh, you characterize it as the dreamer. This is birth to 18. Um, what are some things that people can, and I'm being very careful to say can, uh, can be doing during this stage of life, uh, from birth to 18 years old. So number one thing is to develop big, passionate dreams. Not, I'm not talking about trying to fulfill it. You know, it's, it's going to come later. But actually having big, bold, passionate dreams for yourself is so critical. You know, people say to, to themselves, why do I need to develop dreams, you know, when I'm a teenager? You know, I'll have my entire life ahead of me. But guess what? Life happens very fast to you. So if you are able to actually come up with three dreams, and it doesn't matter if these three dreams are actually going to become a reality, what I want you to do is to do, develop clarity around the dreams. What exactly you want to do and how exactly you want to achieve it. Now, you're a teenager. There's no way you can actually find out everything you need to find out, but I encourage people to actually start the searching process. And through that process, talk to people, talk to mentors, come up with a plan, outline the steps and learn how it could be done, right? You're not doing it, you're learning how can you do it. And this is a process that takes years to develop, right? If you want to be a rapper, um, you know, you have to start at an early age and you, you need the right mentors and you need to develop a plan for doing it. And I want to make sure that people are actually are giving themselves enough time to develop their dreams to the extent that they have fully fleshed out plans. And it could, and you know, one key thing, Landon, is to have specific steps. So each dream that you have, doesn't matter what you want to do in life, needs to have specific steps. It's like a ladder. And I encourage the people that I work with and I talk to, Come up with a plan. I don't care if there's a hundred steps in that plan. Flesh out the steps. I want to see what do you need to do? How do you need to do it? Who's going to help you? What resources do you need? What do you need to learn? What are the skill sets you need to develop? And what do you need to be afraid of for each one of the steps? I love that. I'll even add something to it um, because, you know, you're saying identify these three big dreams. Um, I, I think there are a lot of young people 
of people who I come across all the time that are like searching for their passions. What am I passionate about? I think that I've tried to reverse engineer it. Um, you know, personal advice that I got on my show, you need to do multiple interests, like try different things. Um, and then from those interests, those interests can turn into obsessions. And then those obsessions, then you kind of know like that is worth being a passion um, or a dream. So in order to find those three uh, big dreams, yes, like reach in uh, to yourself and like kind of see what you're interested in in the dreamer stage, um, you know, maybe what you'd want to pursue. But if you feel like you don't have any interest and in like, you know, maybe that's a telling tale and that you need to try more things. Um, and I think that's a perfect transition then for this next stage of life from 18 to 36. Um, the second stage is called the explorer. So we have the dreamer from birth to 18 and the explorer from 18 to 36. Um, or should you also be kind of trying to find those interests in this stage or what are some other important things that we can do as explorers? Right. So as an explorer from 18 to 36, number one, I would encourage, you know, everyone do not obsess over money, right? I see so many people obsess over money. They, they check their bank account. They check their crypto accounts. They, they go crazy with it. You're going to have enough time to make money if you have a right plan and if you develop the right skills and if you have the right attitude. The time to make big money is going to be at 36. So from 36 to 54, you know, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. That's, you know, the next stage. That's when you're going to make the big money, the really big money. Now from 18 to 36, you need to focus on creating a foundation finding out what you are truly great at you know i'm talking about what is the one area that you can really excel at right and that takes time so my advice is to focus on trying out going back to what you said landon about trying different things you're going to have time to try three things seriously right so i recommend taking five years per dream to see if it fits you. Now, it might sound like a, whoa, why can't I do a podcast for 60 days and then I'll figure out if, you know, this is what I want to do. Well, guess what? I've never done a podcast before like you, right? Like running it, but I'm sure it's a lot of hard work and I'm sure it's a lot of skills and I'm sure it's a lot of brain power and I'm sure it's not something that you can do in two or three or four months. So five years per dream, let's say you go for dream number one, you put five years in, all in, and then, you know, you figure out it's not for you. You have enough time for two other dreams. So three dreams, exhaust the dreams, and then dedicate the last two to three years of that stage. Let's say from 36 to 30, from 33 to 36, to building up a master plan on how you're going to build your empire from 36 to 54. Of course. Yeah, I want to go back real quick to the money point, because I think that that's really important, because that is something I see all the time. And with any uh, young person, you're going to go through that. I think that um, there's a lot of truth to what you said. There's a lot of money to be made in the future, but you're not telling people to like, don't worry about money completely. Like, you know, don't just like overspend on stuff you don't need. Um, you know, don't like go in mountains of debt. Um, I think you're looking at it at, at the flip end, you know, so like really don't, if you feel like you can get something out of an opportunity or a role or a job um, that is going to be really, really important to your future, and maybe it pays less than another role that you feel like you want to be able to get something out of it, 
Um, that's where you're saying, um, you know, don't pay too much close attention to money. But I think it's a balance because, you know, like 20 somethings, we still have to pay rent. You know, we still have Absolutely. to budget money and, uh, you know, for food and social, social activities. Um, so there's for sure a balance where don't let money be the reason why you do something versus not do something, I think is what you're saying. But we still need to make money and uh, we still need to, of course, um, be able to live and, um, you know, I guess save little when you can as well is very important. And even me, I mean, I've been, uh, um, you know, I've started to angel invest. So I've had to, you know, work a little harder to put, you know, save a little extra money because I wanted to do something like that. And I, of course I could save it, but it's something that I'm learning from angel investing is, you know, I'm getting to talk with these founders and kind of start to build my track record. So I think that um, it's a worthy sacrifice that I was willing to make to, you know, begin to kind of, build sure. my brand and name in the space. So uh, I think the money point is very important though, um, just how you look at it. And yeah, yeah. so let's, let's dive into the builder then 36 to 54, um, where you said this is the time to make money. What, what else can people be doing as builders? So, you know, when you, when you're 36 to 54, by that time, you, you explored your options and by exploring, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, sitting at the beach and just, you know, watching the sunset for, for all that time. Right. I'm talking about serious exploration where you're really committed to what you need to do. So you, you got to 36, you have a master plan, you have a network of people, right? Now you need to find two people that truly believe in you in a position of power. That's super critical. You will not get very far in life unless you have these mentors. Now it's great to have the mentors, you know, from an early age, but that age, 36 to 54, Without having two people that believe in you and that would open doors for you, you can still make it, but you make your life so much more difficult. So your number one task is to find these two people that believe in you, see the passion, see the skill, see the work that you've put in and are willing to take a risk on you. You need people to take a risk on you at that stage, right? To say, you know what? I, I believe in London. I believe he can actually do great things and I'm going to do A, B, C, and D for him. So that's, that's number one, right? That's, I think that's, that's a key. Well, number two, from 36 to 54, I think you need to double your efforts. Um, everyday effort doesn't cut it. So here's my value proposition, Landon. What if I tell you that if you really commit yourself to whatever you need to achieve and you do it for 18 years, that's it. You know, I'm not telling you go ahead and work for 40 or 50 years. I'm saying, you know, explore your options, live life fully in your 20. And then between 36 to 54, fully commit to building your empire, knowing that by the time you'll reach 54, you will be able to comfortably retire if you want to. Or, you know, we can talk about the next stages of life as I see it, but you will build your empire in these 18 years. So double the effort for 18 years, but only for 18 years. Of course. Something that you said that really stood out to me was, um, you know, like finding a good mentor, finding someone who can take a bet on you. Um, yeah, I love that. I don't, I don't think we do anything by ourselves. You know, we always could use support and help. And even people that you hear are completely self-made. Uh, there was someone that took a risk on them or a bet on them, I should say. Um, and yes, we got to make, uh, be risk takers in the things that we do, but there has to be someone who also is a little, you know, higher than us uh, that's willing to take a risk. 
and let us join the company or let us do work for them or uh, they want to become one of our clients. So I think that that's really important, um, something that people can be more intentional with. Um, so on the subject of mentor, from 54 to 72, you're saying that people should become a mentor. This is the um, fourth stage of the five stages. Um, what qualifies a good mentor from a bad mentor? I think number one, when, you, when you're looking for a mentor, uh, you need to find someone that is not too successful. <laughs> and it might seem like a crazy advice, but what I've found is, and I met many, many successful people through my business, Ignite Advisory Group, we work with Fortune 500 CEOs. Um, problem with truly successful people, they are extremely busy. Uh, their time is precious. You know, I remember working with Michael Dell and he came into the meeting and he had, I think, 24 minutes. He didn't have a wristwatch, right? He didn't have a watch, but 24 minutes. And when the 24 minutes were up, he said, thank you very much. And he left the room. In, in his head, he, he almost like he had like an internal clock in his head and the 24 minutes were up and boom he was out that door. I mean, that was truly impressive. I mean, you can see someone that every minute counts, you know? So if you go to someone like that, right, truly successful, they're going to be too busy. And many times I feel like, you know, they're not going to have the empathy and the ability to listen and to the ability to actually recognize themselves 30 or 40 years ago. It's not easy to do once you're super successful. So my advice is find someone that is successful but not uber successful to be, to be your mentor. And it needs to be someone that actually takes an active interest in, in, in your development. Someone that is not going to judge you, someone that is going to support you, and someone that is willing to walk the extra mile for you, to actually open doors and guide you in, in the right way. Of course. And the final stage of the five stages of life is the giver. Um, for 72 to 90, um, if people make it that long, no, I'm kidding. Um, but 72 to 90, um, what are some qualities um, that uh, closing this out, you know, that people can deliver and give back as givers? That's, you know, something that I thought about for a long time and I interviewed thousands of people for this book. So I think going to a retirement community in Florida, right? You mentioned you love South Florida, right? But, yeah. you know, playing golf and tennis all day and lounging by the pool. I don't think that's the right way to end um, you know, a successful life. Agreed. Right? 72 to 90, it's a long time. It's 18 years. I think you need to have a sense of purpose. And the best sense of purpose is to focus on a community-based initiative or goal. It could be helping youth at risk. It could be um, you know, something that you actually take to heart in the local community center that you have. And and start a new program connecting older people with younger people. It could be anything that is impacting the world and the community. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't give and you shouldn't think about improving the world throughout your life, but when you have all that time and you have all the resources from 72 to 90, find one thing community-based that you believe in and dedicate yourself to it. As you can see, a hallmark of my system is dedicating yourself fully to each stage as you move on from one stage to the other. Totally. No, I love that. Um, and I see that for myself as well. Um, I never throughout my whole life have seen myself just wanting to 
retire and, you know, relax. Like I, I'm at peace when I'm able to help other people, when I'm able to work on things and projects that I enjoy. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably be a, a very good giver for sure. Um, you know, <laughs> helping, uh, helping the youth um, take my place. Um, y'all, I just want to say thank you so much. This was a great conversation. And uh, this was the second instance or interview where I've had a book. Uh, I think you're the second author as well. Actually, that's not true. I've had a few authors. This is the third author uh, I believe I've had, but I've read you, I've had a chance to read your book before the interview, um, which I'm holding my hand right here. So I just think uh, that was special um, and just really why I'm so lucky to do what I get to do. I get to talk with some really amazing people and hear their perspectives and share um, you know, their thoughts on how 20 somethings can and should be living. So y'all, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Landon. Awesome.